Hello, everyone. This is Alex Barthet with the Lean Zone podcast. Today, we're going to rebroadcast part two of a three-part series of my presentation at the Miami Construction Forum titled Negotiate Like a Boss, Seven Tips to Score the Best Construction Contract Terms. And if you're in the Miami area and want to attend our free monthly lunch and learn at the Miami Construction Forum, go to miamiconstructionforum.com, check out our upcoming lineup of events in 2024, send us a request and we'll add you to the invite list. Let's get started. Tip number four, have room to negotiate at every step of the negotiations. Every contract is different. Every undertaking is different. How much do they need you? How much do you need this job? All of that is going to dictate how much you push back, how much you argue, uh, and whether or not you decide to walk away or stay in the project. I got an email from a client on the way here. He sent me a contract. He said, please make this review light. I need the job. Right? That is a very different contract review than... Please protect me, and I love this one, make it bulletproof, right? Spoiler alert, there is no bulletproof contract. But those those reviews are going to look very different. Don't get worn out in the negotiation. As tired as you are, the other side is just as tired. It's like when you go buy a car, right, and you're dealing with the salesperson, right? You just have to make sure that you outlast them in the negotiation. Don't fall for the trap of jumping to your best position first. You need to have intermediary steps in the process of your negotiation, right? So you propose, you know, they give you their contract, and then you make changes, and the change you make is your best position. And they come back and they say, well, what about this? And you're like, oh, geez, well, I got nowhere to go. So you either take what they give you, you try to negotiate some more, but if that was your best position, you're now going to have to compromise. So make sure that you leave room in the negotiations at every step. Have alternate, uh, alternate positions in your proposed language. You need to be prepared that when you, I, as I told you, let's, let's talk about the right to stop work. I told you no one's going to accept that, Right? So you want to start with that and then be prepared to change 30 days to 45, to 60, to, okay, when the owner approves your pay request, then that's when you have to pay me. You've got to have steps in between in the course of the negotiation. Um, I had a client uh, last week sent me an email, uh, snipped one provision in the contract about warranties and latent defects, and says, here's what the contract says. Here's what I went back with. I'm kind of stuck. What is the compromise position I can give him between what he's proposing and what I wrote? And I wrote a sentence or two, and I sent it back to him. You need to be prepared to go back, kind of always splitting the difference every time until you get to the, to the final spot. You need to include in your changes changes you don't care about so you can give them up in the course of the negotiation so that you have something to give. If you reviewed 20 items and all those 20 items are absolutely critical to you and you're negotiating, 
if you don't give up on any of those 20 items, you look like a pig in this negotiation. You've given me nothing, right? What are you willing to give? So if there's 20 items that you need in your deal, then guess what? You probably need to propose 40, 50 changes so that 10, 20, 30 of them, you say, that's fine. I'll concede on this. I'll concede on this. I'll concede on this. And guess what? Now you're the hero, right? Look how generous I am. I came to you with uh, 50 changes, and I just, you know, and now we're down to 20. Look, I gave you all of this. You need to have that appearance in the course of your negotiation, because if you don't, you're going to find yourself painted into a corner. Tip number five, check these things before you sign your contract. As I said, you're tired. This has been going on a month, maybe two or three. Uh, you need to check the contract. Were all the changes made? Does the final agreement match your understanding of the scope, schedule, price, means, and methods? Watch out for planned, planned page changes in the final version. We had a client who had us review a contract. We reviewed it. Now, when we review a contract, we don't review for price, scope, schedule, means, and methods. Those are, those are the client's uh, things to deal with. We deal with the legal issues. So he generated a price because he, he looked at the plans. And he then has us review it for the legal issues. We provide our changes. He negotiates the contract, finalizes the contract. Month, two, three goes by. Um, he calls me on the phone and he said, Alex, we got a problem. When we gave our price, the plan pages were revision set three. When we signed the contract, we were in such a hurry, we didn't look at all of the exhibits. We just assumed that they were the same. Well, guess what? There are now revision set five. So there's been multiple revisions in the contract, which added, by the way, for his scope, $1 million worth of additional scope between the version he bid and the version on the contract. And now the contractor said, I don't care. You sign this contract. It has these sets of plan pages. You agreed to this scope for that price. You need to deliver. Um, we were in a tight spot, I have to admit. Um, because you probably want to know the end of the story, right? right? You want to know. Without revealing any client confidences, okay? It turns out that the client had not yet issued the bond. He actually had the bond, but he hadn't given it to the other side. And I said, under no circumstances do you hand that bond to the other side. Don't do it. Because the moment you hand that bond to the other side, not only are they going to turn the screws on you, which they're doing, they're going to turn the screws on your surety, which, by the way, you and your wife and your partner and his wife all signed personally on, right? So don't hand that bond and, you know, We'll deal with the consequences of that. Fast forward a few more months, and it turns out that we were able to work it all out. And we left the job, we gave them back some of their deposit, and everything kind of worked out. Uh, we didn't get a release. They wouldn't give us a release, right? They want to hold over the fact that, you know, maybe a year from now they could sue us. But it seems right now that, you know, Everything is calm, 
and everyone's kind of moved on. So that's the end of the story. But you have to be very careful. The, the, the moral of the story is don't just sign the contract when it comes through back to you, DocuSign. You know, you've negotiated for a month or two. It comes, you're like, all right, sign away. You've got to go through it. It's going to take an hour, two hours. You've got to compare it to the last version. You've got to look at every page, every exhibit page. Don't get lazy, you know, on the one-yard line. 